Hi, and welcome to Writing on Wednesdays, a podcast about building a healthy and sustainable writing process from beginning to end, but mostly in the middle. I'm Nicole Rokas, an author, speaker, and writing coach in Toronto. And I'm Sarah Bariza, a writer and musician living in St. Louis. Um, and Sarah, I am glad to be back. I don't know about you. It was a good summer. I, I've accomplished some things, and you accomplished some things, and and here we are in September, and... Oh my goodness, I, I kind of feel like a ton of bricks just hit me because I always think, oh, the fall is going to ease up. It's, yeah, it's full. Yep. So we are going to spend a lot of this episode just talking about what we learned and did over the summer. Plus, Sarah, you've got a tip and tool about, what is it about? Google Voice. Google Voice. So yeah. get your pens ready, pull up a chair, and join us for our weekly Wednesday writing date. Yeah, so let's talk about the summer. We did a lot of good stuff this summer. What was your what was your big thing this summer, Cole? Relaxing. Well, first getting my book in, uh, which I am happy to say I did. Hooray, hooray. You may be wondering why my voice sounds slightly less like I'm in the doldrums, and it's because I submitted <laughs> my book in uh, early July, and actually I'm already through copy editing and just sent in the proofs, um, so... For all intents and purposes, my work on that is pretty much done, and now I'm just waiting for the green light to record the audiobook. I would say, like, actually the main accomplishment of my summer is that I got to relax. I went home and spent a month at home um, where I'm from, and yeah, just really got to rest my mind and recharge, and uh, that is easier said than done in this day and age. Oh, I hear that. We, um took a family trip this this August, and uh, my husband and I kept reminding ourselves that this was a trip, not a vacation. A trip, not a vacation, because it was like us with a, a very rambunctious child, and we're like, yeah, this is this is not really relaxing. It's fun, but it's not relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> so what else did you do, Sarah? So my big thing was that I submitted a book proposal. Um, Yay, congratulations. And, yeah, I'm... You know, who knows where things are going to go from here. I'm, you know, having some conversations with a couple different publishers. I work in an industry where you don't have an agent. You just uh, submit directly to publishers. And, um, and yeah, it's, you know, no matter how it goes, it's like, oh, I've been, I've been meaning to do this for about the last decade and uh, finally did it, which is, which is great. I kept on having these feelings of like, oh, you know, I should just wait six months. If I wait a year, maybe a year from now, things will be, will be better. I'll, I'll be more prepared. And then I just had to realize nothing is substantially going to change in the next year, you know, barring a tragedy. Like, right. I, I'm not going to have a massively bigger platform. I'm not going to be in a massively different place in my life, barring any, you know, something terrible happening. So, you know, just do it now. And actually, I, was, I, was I mean, actually, there's something to be said for striking while the iron is hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes if you wait too long, the momentum, you just, you lose the momentum, you lose the vision and the sense of urgency and that itself can be more detrimental. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I was feeling. So I was like, okay, got it out there. And, and then the second half of the summer, um, I did a lot of, uh, did some commerce travel, but I did a lot of, um, work related to my full-time job as a musician. So that was a lot of creative work, but not as much, uh, writing, but you know, still really good. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we talk about um, like what worked well and what didn't work? Kind of like have a summer debrief. That sounds great. Yeah. Do you, do you want to start off? Yeah. Um, so what worked for me? Because I don't think there was anything that didn't really work for me this summer. 
I wasn't really That's aiming great. for much. In terms of what did work, well, I started taking antidepressants, which I have found good. to be very helpful. That's very good. Uh, and I mean, maybe that's sort of silly to mention, but I feel like we don't talk enough about oh, mental no, health that's issues. Huge. That's huge. And I wasn't like seriously depressed or anything, but for me, depression is always kind of this, it's like this like background noise um, in my life when I find that I'm, I'm getting depressed. It doesn't like debilitate me. It just adds this extra layer of gunk in the gears mm -hmm. of my brain. Yeah. And so, you know, this is not my first time taking medication, but it, every time I do, I'm like, oh, why did I put this off or whatever? So that has helped. And it's, it's making me reflect. I mean, and this is something I've been reflecting on for like maybe the last two years. It's made me reflect more on how depression affects my writing life. It like, I guess I've always thought, oh, depression, of course, depression affects my writing life because it affects my whole life. But I've never really thought about the particular ways that it both affects my writing life and is affected, like how my writing exacerbates or intensifies depression. Um, so that's something I'm thinking more about and, and hoping to do some more writing about over the course of the, the year. Yeah, that's really, that's really great. And the other thing that's been working for me more recently, because I, I came back in August um, and through August and September so far, I have been trying to keep a more regimented schedule in terms of like blogging and podcasting because I started a new podcast um, and this is Yay. starting back up again. Yeah. <laughs> that's your so, third podcast too. Third. <laughs> Cole and I both do, do three different podcasts a piece. So, you know, adding more. I was hesitant to add more until I really sat down and just decided how I was going to do this, how often I was going to do this. Um, so I have more of a structured editorial calendar that I'm working with. And I've, for the last month and a half or so, it's been going well. Um, we'll see how it goes adding this podcast to the mix now that we're back. Mm -hmm. um, but it's been going well in part because I am like doing a lot more bulk tasking of creative tasks. So just like sitting down and writing four short blog posts as opposed to just one at a time. And then also like working far in advance. Like I, I have it so that I'm most of my content is ready to go like by the last week of the month before I will be posting it. So like I, Oh, that's great. Yeah. So like not a month in advance for some of them, but like, you know, so by the end of, September, I hope I to have pretty much everything that I need um, in terms of content for October. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, and so far that's that's working well. Yeah, well, that kind that kind of strategy where like it's not like you've regimented yourself into everything must be done a month ahead of time, but it's more that given that a month has a lot of flex in it and yeah. a lot of potential for like oh this day didn't go so well something had to change like that gives you a lot of room. For if I'm, you're working on something the first week of the month, well, it didn't happen, so I can work on it the second week of the month. And yeah, or you, know, you can you can kind of like it. get to the the last week and be like, okay, I need to have a mini really have to have retreat or something, and mm -hmm. just do it. And I kind of have to give the credit to my husband on this because we have been planning on launching this podcast for like since this spring, early or late spring, and we it was already approved by the platform that it's going on and all that. And he, he was adamant that he only wanted to do it if we were prepared to launch episodes every week because 
that's kind of what it takes for like to really build an audience and have kind of a sense of community with your listeners is to be releasing episodes regularly. And I was like, oh, come on, this is more just a hobby. Let's, I don't even know if we're capable of doing it every week. And so we just, he said, well, let's at least try. So we just sat down and really came up with a structured plan. And mm-hmm. we've been doing that since the end of July. Like every week we've been following the plan. And that made me sort of add structure to a lot of the other creative things that I was doing. And I realized, oh, I I much more prefer doing it this way, like just structuring things this way. So I, it's, I wouldn't have thought I was capable of kind of sticking to something like this with these really intensive creative tasks. So, yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. What about you? What's, what's been uh, working and not working? You know, I got a lot of writing time in this summer, even after I put um, submitted my book proposal to several publishers, I still was able to get a lot of writing time in and that some of that was just the fact of like, I was planning ahead. I was being really proactive. And some of that was like, it's the summer. And with my job, um, I have to do a lot more things for it, Mm. like September to May. Like I kind of run on a school year system, so I'm not in academia, but it's a very similar. Like if I, I find most jobs pick up in the fall. I even I work for off in August. (laughs) Yeah, I work for a nonprofit, and some something about like the first two weeks in September. One moment we were all like pretty laid back, and then the next moment we're all totally drowning in work. Well, this is how I feel about um, September. Like in, like when I said in the introduction, I just feel like I – like the summer was – I was working a lot. I did did not have a lot of relaxation time in the summer. But now that September has happened, I'm just like how how is there so much to be done? I just – I thought right. I was so prepared. I, and I, I was. I, I'm a very prepared person. I just – Just think of how much less prepared you would <laughs> yeah, be right? if you uh, – So what worked this summer? I had lots of writing time. I also did a mini writing retreat, which was super fun. And I'm going to do a middle set about this in a few weeks, so I won't say too much about it. But basically, I spent like three days at my house. And it was free because I was at my house. And um, I got good food because I'd sometimes take lunch off and go out to lunch with my husband because he was on vacation that week. And it was just a really nice, focused, um, kind of introverty time for me. And so I'm going to talk about that in a bit. So that was good. I also am doing a lot of interviews for my book research. And I've been really proud of myself and how I'm keeping up with emails. Because I, you know, if I had the money to outsource this kind of admin, I would. Right. So, (laughs) you know, I like I, it's something that is difficult for me to just always be keeping up with email. And I've been doing really well with that. And I'm, I'm proud of myself. Go Sarah. I know you hate that. I don't, I don't particularly mind emails. Um, I much more prefer emails to having to talk to people on the phone. <laughs> but oh, that's interesting. Like I don't I don't get a lot of phone calls with my job, but yeah. For yeah. me, like the emails that I struggle with are like being CC'd on stuff for work that I probably don't even need to be CC'd on, but you know, anyway. Yeah, no, I'm the one saying, oh I hate email. Maybe like I've um subconsciously uh, directed my career towards a field where I don't get a ton of email because I don't get a ton of email for my job, um, <laughs> which is good because I, I, you know, it's not my thing. So yeah, so I've been to go with that. I have a couple things that didn't work as well this summer um, that have really made me reflect. Um, and they're about my, I kind of said it like 
49% introvert, 51% extrovert, or vice versa. Like, you know, what mood am I in? Um, like, I don't really fall really neatly. if I You're an ambivert like me. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I'm not always – I think some people who are really true introverts are very careful with making sure that they have introvert time. And I'm not – you know, I, I do a lot of work by myself just because of the nature of my job. So I don't usually – intend like, oh, I must have time by myself because it's kind of built in. But this summer, I realized I wasn't taking a weekly writing day. Like I did a ton of writing, but I didn't have my weekly writing day. And so I didn't have a day by myself. And so I wasn't missing the writing. I was missing the day by myself. And that I missed. And then on a related note, I did a collaborative working space every Monday. I called it Maker Mondays. And um a couple of people came into Needlepoint and some of us uh, read or wrote or whatever kind of thing we were creating. <laughs> and it was super fun. Yeah, I was really jealous. of. I was like, I wish I live in St. Louis. It was, you know, my mom came every week and it was like, yay, my mom was here doing Needlepoint or cross-stitch or whatever. Like, yay, this is really cool. But I am not productive in that kind of environment. It was not very productive for me. And it was like, you know, if I wanted a social time, maybe I should have. That sounds a lot like my, I always have these like idealistic visions of just going to work in a coffee house. And then every time I take my stuff to a coffee house, I'm like, why, why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> Get me out of here. Like, nope. Uh, that's even at the library, which is so quiet. I'm always just like, you know, I can't get up and go to the bathroom and leave my stuff here because like there's no security and I just, uh, I don't have the money to buy a new computer if it gets stolen. So I'm just like, I just, uh, bummer. So yeah, but overall, like the summer was really good. And I'm, and even as I'm saying, oh, there's so much to do this fall. Like there's so much to do this fall because there's so much good going on. Like I have you know, a book review due tomorrow. I have, you know, this chapter that's that needs to be written. I have this, you know, conversations with some publishers. Like, you know, I have lots of good ahead and it's just like, oh, there's a lot, but you know, it's really good stuff. Yeah. So I'm thankful. Great. Yeah. So listeners, what did you guys do over the summer? Let us know on Facebook or in the comments to this episode on writingonwednesdays.com. We would love to hear from you. Very curious how it went. And now we've come to Tips and Tools, a segment about building better writing systems one small step at a time. This week, Sarah, you're talking about Google Voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Google Voice and other kinds of means of recording phone calls. Um, Depending on where you are in the world, in the U.S., uh, recording phone calls is legal. You just have to have the permission of the person that you are recording. And there are different ways to do this. And one way to do that easily, especially in the U.S., is to use Google Voice. It's free. You get a Google Voice phone number, you use the internet, and you can record calls. Um, there are other apps to do this, um, depending, and this kind of depends on where you are in the world, like which, which apps will work for you and your phone system. But the reason I've been thinking about this as a strategy is that I'm doing a lot of interviews for my book, and not everybody um, wants to use internet. Some of them want to use a landline, and not everybody wants to download the Zoom app that I use, which you know, side note, Zoom is really fantastic, but not everybody wants to do that, especially people who just want to use the landline that they have. So I've been getting into this as just an option that I'm giving to people like, yeah, we could talk on the phone, we could talk on this internet call, um, like what's best for you, um, just to, you know, make people more comfortable and hopefully get also some better audio, especially if they would prefer a landline, like if they don't have good internet where they live. Um, 
So that's been a really nice uh, tool for me to use this summer. That's great. And for folks like me who are not in the U.S., Google Voice cannot be used outside the U.S. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, but, yeah. So I, I've put a link for some alternatives in the show notes. And another thing you can do is you can use Zoom for phone calls. You just create a call and give the person the phone number that Zoom gives you. It'll get, it gives you like the link if you're joining with your computer, but it also gives you a, oh, a phone great. number, a toll-free one that they can call in from a landline. Oh, okay. I learned something Yeah. New. That's cool. So I guess that's our, that's our sub tool. Yes. Google Voice and Zoom, which is, I mean, I use Zoom even more than Google Voice, but uh, it's nice. It's nice to have these options. Yeah. Ah, so there we are. There's our summer and we're looking forward to the year ahead and all of our uh, podcast episodes to come. You can find our show notes at writingonwednesdays.com and look for episode 22. If you're enjoying writing on Wednesdays, please share this show with your writer friends. And if you have time, leave us a review on iTunes. Plus, if you want to connect with other writers like you, join our Facebook group by searching for Writing on Wednesdays. And you might also like to subscribe to our author newsletters. Mine is at sarah barizacom And mine is at nicolerokas.com. Until next Wednesday, happy writing. Happy writing.